0: I mentioned in a previous podcast the number of thoughts per day that it has been calculated that we think. I want to refer to that again, give a little more background to that information. And then in my last podcast, I talked about the use of our free thought time. I'd like to revisit that and uh, provide some of the same content, but a little bit different approach quoting from a web page called thinkbig.com. Quote, a new study from psychologists at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario, reports observations of the transition from one thought to another in fMRI brain scans. And though the researchers didn't detect the content of our thoughts, their method allowed them to count each one, Referred to as thoughtworms, the team says that the average human has 6,200 thoughts per day. Quote, what we call thoughtworms are adjacent points in a simplified representation of activity patterns in the brain, said senior study author Jordan Popek. Quote, the brain occupies a different point in this state space, at every moment. When a person moves on to a new thought, they create a new thought worm that we can detect with our methods," Now if we were to extract eight hours out of that total, during which we're sleeping and we could say we're not that much in control of our thinking, that leaves us with 4,133 thoughts give or take, to work with on a given day. Now I want to add to that the truth that what we do with our thoughts determines the development of our character and impacts our life after death. So this is extremely important. What do we do with those 4,133 thoughts? The Apostle Paul put it this way, be, quote, transformed by the renewing of your mind, unquote. And he writes that, quote, godliness has value for all things holding promise both for the present life and the life to come, unquote. So you can see how all important it is as to what we do with our thoughts. And a question to add to that is what thoughts qualify as being so important that we must make sure to think them today, each day. Now, the Apostle Paul gives us this general directive, quote, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, Unquote. So notice that he repeats things above. So now the question might be, and what things above most matter? I think the answer is probably multifaceted. But I would like to emphasize three things that to me stand out as absolutely essential to be thought of and practiced day by day, hour by hour, moment by moment. And the first one is simply praise and thanksgiving. David wrote in Psalm 34, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. Now, that seems to me to qualify for something absolutely essential to do with our thoughts every waking moment, to begin the background of our thinking with praise and thanksgiving. Secondly, make what matters most to God matter most to us. And here's where I would highlight the fact that he's calling us constantly to help Jesus, help other people realize how precious they are to him. And the first order of business in the interest of that, I think, has to do with prayer. Listen to this exhortation from Ephesians 6. and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. So clearly the scriptures, and this isn't the only passage, there are other passages that call us to a constant interaction with God in prayer uh, for others in order to see his purposes for them fulfilled in their lives. Namely, that they know that they're loved by God and can begin to respond to that love. So there's the first two, praise and thanksgiving. Prayer as a way of working with Jesus and bringing people to the realization of how precious they are to God. And a third thing that came to my mind is to know that God is going to guide us and give us specific instructions and directions that we do well to pay attention to. So this would mean in our hearts and our minds being sensitive to the fact that There are hands-on ways in which God wants to communicate his love. And so we remain sensitive to that so as to do it. From Psalm 32, 8 and 9, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Do not be like the horse or the mule, which have no understanding, but must be controlled by bit and bridle, or they will not come to you." So, according to that research, in the next 24 hours, you're going to have something like 4,133 thoughts available to you. I can think of no better way to employ those thoughts than in praise and thanksgiving, in prayer, working with Jesus to help people realize how precious they are to him, and then in listening for specific things the Lord might give you to do that manifest his love to others.